Welcome to the Mindful Speaking Podcast Show. This is episode four, and we are here to discuss and dive deep about a couple things. And one of the next few topics that we're going to be diving into is going to be very, um, very interesting. But anyway, just to touch up a little bit from last week, um, by the way, I hope your week has been well. I hope you had a great weekend or the last seven days, wherever you listen to this podcast from or whatever time you listen to this podcast. I hope your week has been well. Hope you've been living it up. You know, we're embracing for the winter. The cold is coming, baby. <laughs> uh, what else? You know, just trying to stay warm. You know, give thanks because during this time of the year, there are people out there who don't have certain things that, not all of us are able to have or aren't able to have, I guess you could say. So, for example, like, you know, the homeless and those who are um, those who are less fortunate than most of us. Um, let's just keep, let's just take this time out and give thanks to what we have and show gratitude to the people who we're surrounded with and the support system that we have in our lives. Anyway, uh, just to touch up a little bit since last week, as I mentioned earlier. Had a game last Friday against London City Royals. We won that game. It was a home game. Good game. Mayor was in was in the house. Uh, Marvin Rees came, showed support. First game was there with, with his kids. And that's the mayor of Bristol, by the way. And um, he enjoyed it. Loved it. And I'm, <laughs> him and his kids are now fans of the Flyers. So, hey, hey, that's, that's, that's the, that's, that's the, that was not the motive, but. That's a, that's a great turnout for the outcome of the experience for him and his family and his kids. Um, over the weekend, just enjoy some time off. Uh, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do last weekend or this past weekend? Yeah, just enjoy some time off, actually. Um, did a couple things here and there. Didn't really, oh, I spent some time with my missus, my girlfriend out in Bristol. Went out. Had a nice little night, Saturday night, and then Sunday, uh, just did some personal things, and then just enjoyed myself, really. Enjoyed the time, and then Monday, uh, this past week, we had a, got to work in the gym, and just did a couple of other things and whatnot, and then, yeah, practice Tuesday, then I had a game last night, unfortunately didn't win, as it was away to London, uh, it was against London Lions, Whereas Friday we played London City. So, uh, last night's game didn't turn out to be the best. It was one of those tough road losses. Uh, yes, I admit. Actually, I don't even want to talk about the score. <laughs> but I admit it was a it was a road game never to be forgotten. In fact, it happens to us every year we go to London. It's just something about playing in London is just like, oh, why are we here? So, but hey... That's all good. We ended we ended off on a high note in terms of cup league play, uh, cup play, which is separate from our regular league league season. Anyway, and so now I'm here today, and I'm here to talk about a couple of things, and hopefully, uh, what I share with you here can help transcend and impact your life in a positive way. So, I'm gonna come with such passion and power from the topic of this podcast. And the topic of this podcast is called resilience. 
It's called how to build resilience, how to find it, how to find that inner strength and that will, that energy, that sort of that sort of emotion you put behind your your sense of action to, that's going to help you to keep on going regardless of whatever adversity whatever outcome not outcome whatever adversity or whatever part you experience within that journey to the outcome and we're going to dive deep we're going to have fun with this i'm going to share some personal stories here some personal insight because i want you, i want to help you get a feel for for what it means to have a sense of resilience so um i'm gonna start with my story here a little bit but when i was a kid right uh what happened was uh there was moments where th- they there was uh, well, moments but there was plenty of times where i almost felt like you know giving up like just coming to a halt and saying you know what i quit like this is it for me i don't want to I don't want to do anything. I don't want to move anywhere. You know, like there's sometimes like when we come across certain moments that really basically suppress us, suppress our mind, our emotions, our sense of being, and they suppress it below a certain state or push us to a certain state of mind. We almost feel like, you know, there's no, there's no outlet or there's no escape or there's no, sort of door that we can open that we can just go through and just somehow get out of this reality that comes to be false. Now, what I want to share with you here is a bit deep, okay? So please embrace it, uh, embrace for it. I want to share with you some insight here and I hope it's going to help, I don't know, impact, impact your mind in some sort of way, okay? So, um, I remember as a kid, uh, well, so let's see, what moment should I bring up? I remember as a kid, right, when uh, me and my mom, and this is, a, this is a, this is, I always talk about this in my story, so if it's new, great, if it's not, then hey, you, hey, new set of ears, baby, let's go. Anyway, I remember when my mom, I saw my mom on a bus, and, you know, she was heading to, um, she was headed into where she wanted to go, right? And please know, I'm not mad or I'm not angry at my mom at all. But I know when I saw my mom on the bus heading to where she wanted to go, and I was standing there on the corner uh, in a hard skid row, and I was looking, thinking that, okay, maybe my mom is going to get off the bus. But uh, instead, here's what happens. So there was a bus stop down the street. And uh, where I was standing, I was observing the whole moment and observing everything as it's happening. Now, my mom, and the bus gets to the bus stop, and I'm thinking, okay, as a 12-year-old kid, I'm thinking, okay, maybe my mom's going to get off the bus. I didn't, there was, there was a part of me that didn't want to run after the bus or run after to, to go to where my mom was or whatever. And then, but there was a part of me that was also thinking, well, is my mom going to get off the bus and come to where am I, where am I, or is she going to keep on going to where she wants to go? Now, standing there, processing this, bus gets to the bus stop, I didn't see any sign of my mom, and then the bus keeps on going. So, now I'm faced with a critical life decision, 
critical. You know, like it's one of those it's one of those places, or it's in one of those spaces where you looking at a white sheet of paper, and you're trying to figure out what to write, where to start, what do you do, where's your topic. You're trying to brainstorm, and it's almost like just nothing comes to mind, right? So, uh, what happened was I stood there and with my 200, 150 to 200 gallon trash bag over my shoulder, I looked, I looked around and I was just, you know, deciding whether to become a part of my environment or do I just go into survival mode and look into finding a place where I could just lay my head down at night. Cause I knew the environment I was in wasn't safe at all. And I wasn't, I was, <laughs> I was for sure not going to fall, fall, fall asleep or sleep outside in those streets. So, um, what happened next was that, so, uh, after this decision or after looking and observing what's going through my mind is, you know, where do I go? or What do I do? And, 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 and whether or not, you know, do I continue on with the journey that I'm on or do I just stop and just think, you know what, that this is it for me. And I was thinking in that time, I was like, this is not it for me. This isn't it for me. You know, and I intuitively felt it there. I guess because of prior experiences dealing with my mom and going around different places and whatnot, there was that sense of, resilience was basically put into play or, or, or there was that seed of resilience put into play or that came into play in that moment where I realized that my mom just abandoned me or has just left. So um, what happens now is that I go into survival mode after standing there assessing the situation thinking of how to think about my situation and what I just experienced. And what happens next is that I go into survival mode and I go uh, into a couple of shelters, three total, but the first two is the main two I want to talk about here. So I go into both of these shelters, one after another, and this is the conversation that I had with both places. So I went in there, asked him, excuse me, wholeheartedly, you know, I'm looking for somewhere to sleep. Do you think you'd be able to help me? And they said, or they asked me how old I was, and I told them I was 12, and they said, sorry, kid, we're not going to be able to help you. Not once, but twice. Now, after that second shelter, I'm telling you, I'm t this is where determination comes in. I'm telling you. Now, you know in your mind there is an opportunity somewhere, but you don't know how you're going to get to that opportunity, but you stay in this mode of seeking. You, you stay in this mindset or in this frame of looking. So after that second shelter said, no, I was just standing there and I was like, you know, like, what do I do? Like, you know, this isn't it. Like, I know this isn't it for me. Like, you know, I always tell myself third time's a charm and if it doesn't work out, then, you know, just go from there really. But what happens is, Okay, after being rejected twice, I kept on going, didn't quit, didn't think to give up at all. So, get to this third shelter, and they asked me, or I asked them the same things all over again, um, 
like the like the last two shelters and I asked them, excuse me, I'm looking for somewhere to sleep. Do you think you'd be able to help me? Now they said now they started to ask me questions like, Well, how old are you? I told them I was twelve and they said, We're not gonna be able to take you in but however, like they started asking other questions like, Where is your mom? And I told them I don't know but I seen her on a bus heading to where she wanted to go to. And they said, Well where where do you live? I said, Well, you know, I don't really have anywhere to live or we don't have anywhere to go and then they ended up asking me one more question. Well, what are you doing here? And I said, I was just eating around the corner, but now I'm just looking for somewhere to sleep. And she said, Yeah, you're too young to be here. Like you're too young to be in this certain in this environment and we're gonna have to try and figure out how to get you out of here. So to make a long story short, you know, that that triggered a sense of hope because it's kinda like feeling as though something can change or some there's a turnaround, there's something there. You just don't know what or where it is, right? So get to the um uh so I stood there and they get to they they go back in and they they call a shelter in Hollywood for teenagers, coming to find out they wasn't taking anybody else in uh because they reached maximum capacity and they didn't have any other options. So they end up calling the police. Call the police and uh when they when the police came and picked me up they came and picked me up, and then uh, we went on a search for my mom, couldn't find her, and now guess what? I ended up finding myself as a 12-year-old in the police station, not for the wrong reasons, but because I'm just a, just a lost package in a big city, you know, like a city, a, a package that doesn't have an address, doesn't belong to anybody, it's just roaming around, right? So, sat in the police station for five hours or so waiting to see what the opportunity is or what's going to be what's going to be the outcome at the end of this coming to find out a social worker came in and had a conversation with the police officers then came over to me and to make a long story short by the end of that night I found myself in the foster care system now I'm going to stop it right there right <clears throat> because after that that's when life just took a complete 180 and just everything turned around so the main point that I really want to share within this podcast is that those times when I was young, when I was in rock bottom, didn't have much, was not surrounded by a support system, was not given much of an opportunity, was in a, one of the toughest places in the United States of America. Come on, you're telling me this. I'm, in fact, I'm going to tell you this. If I had given up and if I had come across uh, the the decision of quitting, I'm telling you right now, I would not be here right now. And I know if I can't quit, and I'm talking about, I'm talking about life challenges. I'm talking about things that keep us suppressed, that we're trying to overcome. We're talking about adversity. We're talking about trying to get to the top or trying to get to another level. If I didn't quit back then, I would not be here right now. And I know if I, if I couldn't quit, or if I can't quit, that I know you can't quit either. It's just about you finding that sense of conviction from something that you almost could have given up on, but you know if you did not give up on it, that you would not be in this situation or be standing right here today doing what you're doing. Sometimes we got to really think about where is a moment in our life where we know we could have quit, right? 
And we could have went the other way, but we chose not to because something within our own selves, within our own sense of being, within our own sense, within our own nature was telling us to go down this road because going down this road, there's going to be certain outcomes, but you have to trust the process. You know, there's those things that we have to think about when it comes to resilience and not and not giving in and giving up. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to slowly slow it down here because I want to offer some solutions so I can have time within this podcast to share it. But when was a moment in your life where you looked and you thought to yourself, I can't do this anymore? But then there was something within you, there was a spark, there was an energy, that was, there was a voice that told you, don't quit. And you decided to keep on going, but then once you slowly kept on going and you decided not to go down that route, there was opportunity slowly starting to come to you. You don't know how, you don't know where these things come from, you don't know who these people are, but these people are trying to assist you. Or these opportunities or this or life is trying to assist you in a way to help you, let's say, live a more bliss, blissful, more positive, more meaningful and purposed or purposeful life, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense, right? It's the best way I can explain it, put it in a, in a nutshell of what resilience is. Oh, the feelings of resilience, I guess you could say. Now, um, I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on along here a little bit and just offer some some solutions as to how to how to build resilience. But one of them, okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give three ways. But one of them is to fight the urge, fight the urge to quit, or at least keep going to an emotion um, you come across fuels your drive. And what I mean by this is when we're doing something or we start something and we are in the early days of that journey that we want to put ourselves down. You know, in the beginning, certain things aren't going to go our way. Certain things are going to pull us back. Certain things are going to slap us. Certain things are going to uplift us. And certain, you know, wars are going to make us come to a halt. And we come to this position where we think, you know what, this war is here. And maybe it's telling me that I shouldn't do this. So maybe I shouldn't do it. I'm going to quit. I might quit. You know, when, when, when we find ourselves in this space of wanting to quit, we must think about, first of all, why we got started in, in the first place. And then second of all, we must have a vision in our head that's going to lead us to the outcome of what we're trying to do or what we're trying to accomplish. And... You know, sometimes it's not going to be easy in the beginning. Trust me, there's been times where I've started something. I'm like, oh, I quit this. I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, it's different if you're quitting something that doesn't align with your purpose or doesn't align with some of the things that you are doing. That's different. But if you're quitting because it's too hard or because um, or because life has got the best of you, this is a different type of conversation to have. Right. So that's what that's one thing I, I, I offer as a solution is to fight the urge to quit or at least or at least keep going until an emotion sparks and fuels your drive. OK, that's one. The next one is find your why to keep on going. Right. And I'm going to put it like this. My why as to being a motivational speaker 
or for being a motivational speaker and trying to impact lives is because if I decided to quit when my mom abandoned me, like I mentioned earlier, then like I say, I would not be here in this in this moment. So why should I quit now? Like, why should I quit after everything that I've, and I'm not trying to sound self-absorbed or selfish here, but after everything has turned around and I've been able to have certain things and certain experiences and life and the universe has been able to bless me with certain people and whatnot, why should I quit and why should I hold these experiences within myself and quit to doing what I'm doing now? Like my main objective, my main purpose, my aim, my goal, my vision, my everything that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help uplift people because certain people come across certain experiences and they decide to quit because they believe that this experience is part of their life and that's it. They shut down, right? But no, what I'm here to do is I'm here to cha- help you, help you, um, help you gather or gain a new sense of thinking so that way when certain experiences come you have a level of resilience or inspiration motivation whatever it is that you need in order to keep on going because at the end of it or by the end of it you're going to you're going to acquire so much that by the end of it you're going to look back and think wow how did I even achieve all of that and that as a motivational speaker like personally is my is my reason as to wanting to as is my why and wanting to give the experiences and everything that I've had over the last few years or some time and give back to people for those in need in terms of inspiration and motivation and determination all that stuff so um that's my second one and my last one here is focus with the end in mind Right now, when we're talking about focusing with the end in mind, what we're talking about here is okay, you have the end point. Now, let's put it like this okay, um, let's let's pick a look, let's pick a random location or a place that we've never been before, never heard about, okay, um, and 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 let's say you want to go there, right? Now, you have the you have the location in your head. But physically, it's about how do you get that, how do you get yourself to that opportunity or that vision or that point that you see in your mind? Now, this is the most important thing that I want to I get you to understand. We have to appreciate, we have to learn to appreciate the process. Because through the process and going through ups and downs and challenges and adversities and winning and losing... Those experiences are going to help build your resilience. You know, if anything, if you've never put, if you've never challenged yourself or if you've never put yourself on a certain path and you know that, okay, maybe there's something you can aim for that you are excited about, but yet the journey to get to that, to, to get to that outcome or to that end point, you know, is, is going to be a bit challenging or it's going to be a bit out of the ordinary and is a bit extreme. Put yourself on that journey and find out who you become during that process. Those are my words of motivation, inspiration, and ways of trying to encourage you to build resilience. So, I want to end it here. That's a 25-minute podcast, but I want to end it here. Um, Sometimes when we want to quit, we are happy with giving in to giving up. And why is that? It's because we are comfortable with being in uh, a space 
of what I say of content. We're not we don't want to experience what kind of hard work is needed for us to get to a certain space. We don't want to experience the challenges that are gonna challenge our own sense of stability. First of all, if you don't have stability within yourself, then how are you going to deal with the adversities and the experiences that are gonna come within trying to get to that point B? That's a question we must ask ourselves. And I'm not saying you as I'm, I'm going at you, but I'm just trying to come from a motivational standpoint. This is what I do. This is what I'm about. Um, this is what excites me within people when they feel like there's an obstacle that gets in the way. But yet all it takes is just having a little bit of courage, a little bit of faith. Where's that vision that you see? Right. And what kind of energy do you put behind your actions that's going to help you to get to point B? That's what we're talking about, baby. That's us right there. Let's go. If you're if you're in this if you're in this podcast. Right. And you know that there's something you want to achieve. But there's a point that you want to get to, man, by all means, go after it. Like what is holding you back sort of thing. Right. And even if something challenging starts to hold you back, man, become a fighter. Become a warrior, become a soldier, and battle it out. Battle it out until you get to that point. I believe in you, but the most important thing is to also believe in yourself. So those are my words of encouragement. Those are my words of motivation. And we're gonna end we're gonna end it here on this last quote, okay? Don't worry. I know I keep going. We're gonna end on this last quote. But what doesn't destroy you will help build your character. So stay hungry. Let's go. All right, this is Danny Dozy with the, with the Mindful Speaking Podcast. Topic was over resilience. I hope you have a good day, good week, good weekend, and I hope you have a good uh, a good closing year of 2019. Let's get it.